shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim, shine forth. Every single one of us, thank you for joining us again. For this broadcast uh, fellowship. Again, thank you, thank you, thank you. Amen, 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 amen. Help me appreciate the worship team. Praise God. Wow. Hallelujah. Amen, amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Are we doing all right in the house today? Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Uh, I know it felt as though winter was about to go. And the winter decided to tell us who is boss. He shot me. <laughs> it me. I just, you know, yesterday when I just entered the car, I think I'm just going to drive away anyhow. You know, the snow tell me to slow down. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you for joining us today. I know it mustn't have been easy. The roads, I think they've cleared most of the roads maybe by now, by the grace of God. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, but thank you for being here this morning and those online. Thank you for joining us online. Uh, praise God. Hallelujah. Uh, thank you to our pastor Femi as well. He's in Calgary. He's going to be taking a session tomorrow in Calgary. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. I hope we are happy to be in the house this morning. Amen. Amen. Just turn to your neighbor, say hi, greet somebody. <laughs> if there's a comedian, you say neighbor, boy. <laughs> just say hi to somebody, uh, greet somebody, welcome somebody. It's good to see you. It's lovely to see all of you. See you in the house today. Amen. I'm trusting we'll be blessed. Amen. Again. Praise God. How many of us enjoyed the school of Christ? Are you serious? Those sessions are, are mega powerful. Praise God. Uh, they are doing wonders. Amen. Praise God. Uh, after some time, maybe I won't be talking again. Ah. <laughs> people say you're too complex. Ah. <laughs> I'm too difficult. He said, Amen. At least that one will balance me. At, at least. Nobody will leave here so they don't understand something. Uh, amen. <laughs> Praise God. So, faithful food for everyone. Amen. Um, let's see. Uh, let's journey a bit more in doctrine this um, morning. Just a little bit doctrine. Uh, we're going to start from 1 Peter chapter 2. 1 Peter chapter 2. Amen. I read from... Uh, Verse 4, 1 Peter chapter 2 from verse 4. It says, To whom coming as unto a living stone, disallowed indeed of men, but chosen of God and precious, ye also, ye also, as what? As lively stones. He, the living stone, and as lively stones, is a journey for you. As lively stones are built up a spiritual house, 
and holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. Now, when by default, when the Bible says are built up, building is not an instant process. Not so. Not unlike new birth. New birth was an instant occurrence. If I wasn't doing the process, it was the Holy Ghost visited your dead spirit, and all of a sudden the Bible says, whoever is joined with the Lord is what? Is one spirit with him. New birth happened the day you, just that second, that very second, that you received Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, you were born again. And that cannot be taken away from you. Amen. Because if you believe in Jesus, you are saved. Amen. Your new birth, your spirit is recreated, your spirit is new. Not because your spirit is new by itself. It's because the Holy Ghost came into your spirit and did what? And made it new. Praise the name of the Lord. That happened immediately. You got born again. Now, the apostles are now writing to people who are born again. Writing to the saints who are born again. Writing that ye, ye built up a spiritual house, ye as lively stones, ye also as lively stones are built up a spiritual house. Amen. They can't build up unbelievers as a spiritual house. They can only build up believers. Amen. Believers who are becoming stone-like. Amen. Those are the ones that can only build up a spiritual house. So God's intention is to build you up. God's intention is to what? Is to build you up. A house. And they use stones to make house. That's why they are using those language. Amen. In the spirit, it's not, a, it's not a stone. But they are trying to make it relatable to you. That we use cement and stone to build house. And our intention Amen. As Paul will say in Ephesians chapter 2 and Ephesians chapter 3, for this cause, our intention is to build you up a spiritual house to habit, inhabit the Lord. Amen. To inhabit God. Praise the name of the Lord. So let's read that verse 5 again. He also has lively stones are built up a spiritual house and holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. Wherefore also it is contained in the scripture, Behold, I lay in Zion a chief cornerstone. That scripture is Isaiah chapter 28 verse 16. By the message of God, we may visit it today as well. That scripture says, Wherefore also it is contained in the scripture, Behold, I lay in Zion a chief cornerstone, elect, precious, he that believeth on him shall not be confounded. Now verse 7. Unto you, therefore, which believe, he is precious. But unto them which be disobedient, the stone which the builders disallowed, the same is become, is made the head of the corner. Come out, verse 8. And a stone of stumbling, and a rock of offense. Now note those two words, stone and rock. Stone and rock. Amen. Stone and rock. A stone of stumbling, and a rock of offense. Unto them which stumble at the word. Now remember a stone of stumbling. Then unto them which stumble at the word. What is it trying to say there? It's trying to now bring it home. We are talking about building. We are talking about stone. We are talking about rock. We are talking about making a house. They are now telling you that the materials that make up a stone is the word. 
Praise God. So the cement in the spirit is what? Is the word. So mark that again. And a stone of stumbling. And they welcome offense. Even not to them that stumble. So it's a stone that causes men who disobey the word to stumble. Why? Meaning it's the word that is the stone. Them that stumble at the word. Amen. So the word is the stone. Somebody say that. The word is the stone. I kid you not. When, if you allow the word to finish you, to wash you, you'll be, the Bible will say concerning you, neither shadow of turning. Praise the name of the Lord. The Bible will say concerning you that you will not be tossed to and fro by every wind. Why are you not tossed to and fro? You are a stone. By every wind, of, you are become a stone. Praise the name of the Lord. I, I kid you not. You know, the, the, what is coming in this end time, if you are not a stone, there is problem everywhere for you. If you are not a stone, a stone, they will, they will send a stone, a storm. The stone will be laughing. Say, don't worry, when you finish, I remain it. You will pass and take all the sand, but you won't take the stone. In this end time season we are moving into, a Christian should not joke with the word. Doctrine. We should be so hungry and thirsty, we should be ready to do two hours messages. When you, the day you know that this thing is, is life changing, that the word of God will make you rock solid as against every tide of the enemy. You get me? That day, nobody will take you for granted again. Praise God. A stone of stumbling, a rock of offense, over not to them which stumble at the word, being disobedient, where also also the where unto also they were appointed. Now let's see the Jeremiah chapter 32. Amen. Jeremiah chapter 32. Now mark those words again. Stone and rock. We'll be seeing that a lot today. Stone and rock. Many of us are not stones yet. It takes a lot to make a stone. Do you know why it takes a lot to make a stone? It's because of your starting position. That was the problem was your starting position. What was your starting position? Nobody help me. What was your starting position? Grass. The Bible says all flesh is what? Is as grass. And the glory of it is what? As the flower that fadeth. All flesh. If I am a flesh, if you are a flesh, you are still grass. Sorry, God definition. Later on, he morphed by sand. This is the Torah where grass, as I were grass. By the time the psalmist came, God now used another word. Similar word, but another definition. He says, The Lord who seated in the inhabit in the circles of the earth, and the inhabitants thereof are like what? Grass that hops. So we we morphed into not only grass, we're not grass, we're restless. 
hopping all over the place, restless grass. Sorry. <laughs> I apologize for that. Uh, so this is how Elohim talks. Elohim talks as it is. If Elohim sees a grass, he won't call it a stone, he call it a grass. Natures of stones. Stones are immovable. Stones are... Remember, WWE, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Stones are not easily persuaded out of what they believe. Stones are formidable. Stones, you can't convince a stone. The stone will convince you. Stones, sometimes if you see a stone, you feel as though the stone is cold. It's not, it doesn't have emotions, no feelings. It's not that. Praise God. So let, let's see, let's see. Remember, I said I'm talking about stone rock. Stone rock. I'm going to read Deuteronomy 32. I read from verse 1 to 4. Give ear, O ye heavens, and I will speak. And hear, O earth, the words of my mouth. My doctrine shall drop as the rain. My speech shall distill as the dew. As the small rain upon the tender head, and as showers upon the grass. Because I will publish the name of the Lord, as cried ye greatness unto our God. He is, he is the rock. His work is perfect. For all his ways are judgment, a God of truth. That's the word. Sanctify them, O God, by thy word. Thy word is truth. A God of truth. It means that rock, the content of the rock, is truth. Are you saying? So truth is stone. Why rock stone? Rock means the Papa who has all the stone conglomerates. Stone means when he cut out of himself and gave you, it's a stone. So, a stone begins to have his nature. What is his nature? In whom there is no variableness, no shadow. He said that you will not be tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine. Nothing will be unflappable, unshakable. Nothing can move you out of your stance in the spirit. That's a stone. It's not easy to make a stone. I can tell you from experience. It's not easy to what? To make a stone. It's difficult. Should I break news to you? Fully formed stones don't cry. So that you know, nothing they are cold. They don't cry. Why don't they cry? They are perfect. They have judgment. 
Sorry, in the end, in the end, in the book of Revelations, when it was talking about it wiped away all your tears, it doesn't have Kleenex. There is no Kleenex on the, in the throne of God. It wiped away all your pain and your tears. No, it's not by it's not that tissue. Oh, sorry, my son. Sorry, my daughter. No, he will teach you out of what was making you to cry. He will teach it out of you. Many times what was making you to cry was a corruption, a wrong expectation. And when it was not coming to pass, tears began. You began to break down. All manners of things make us cry. But a stone, a stone, a fully formed stone, does not cry. Now, I don't even mean physically. I people who don't cry physically, but all their hearts is cry. I'm not talking about the physical one. That one is just a side effect. Many of us, we cry, we wail in our soul. And no tear will come out of our eye. But we are wailing. Praise the name of the Lord. God can teach it out of you. When God gives you understanding, when God gives you a place, set your feet on the rock to stay. Am I making sense, somebody? I don't know if I'm blessing anybody. So you will see that here. Now, I want to see very, very clearly. See how I'm using those words stone, rock. Word of God, truth. Are you seeing those words? Then now, another word here, verse 2. My doctrine. My doctrine is what comes out of me, my formation. It means, what is that, my doctrine? My doctrine is a stone. Or, my doctrine will make you a what? My doctrine will make you a stone. Praise God. Now, many of us appreciate physical miracles also. Appreciate physical miracles when maybe you were trusting God for a car and somehow within a few weeks the Lord sent somebody away and gave you a car. Wonderful. Great miracle, miracle, not so. But do you know that turning grass to stone is a greater miracle? Okay, think about it. See, you see this leaf? It's not magic. <laughs> it's not a miracle. It's an impossibility to turn a leaf to a stone. It's a miracle. And that's why they will call it mercy. That we have found mercy. Praise the name of the Lord. Let me show you a few things. We'll come back here. Let's see Ephesians chapter 1. I want to just show you how merciful it is. How difficult it is. Then how merciful it is. To enroll a soul in becoming a stone. Um, Ephesians chapter 1.
is God. Uh, Ephesians not around before or after Philippians 2. Before I yes, okay. Chapter 1, verse 15. Wherefore, after I've heard of your faith, let me start, let me just read verse 1 so we, we know, establish where Paul is writing to. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God, to who? To the saints which are at Ephesus. So he was writing to born again believers, new birth believers, people who are born again. Amen. Saints which are at Ephesus, and to the faithful in, Jesus, in Christ Jesus. Now, verse 5. Where also, wherefore, I, I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus, and love unto all the saints, cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, that the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know the hope of his calling. Okay, let me pause there. So, these folks, this church, Ephesian church, two attributes they had. They have faith in the Lord Jesus. It means that they already read Kenehagin's Believer's Authority before Kenehagin was born. <laughs> so, meaning they, have, they knew their authority in Christ Jesus. They have faith in the Lord Jesus. Not only that, they have what? They have what? Love unto all the saints. Well, excuse me, they were not looking for the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Paul was the one who prayed for them. I don't know if I'm communicating. They were not looking for it. It's not like they were the ones saying, Paul, we need to know more, we need, we need revelation, we need to break into knowledge. No, they're not seeking it. They get me. In the realm of the dimension of the milk of the world, most times you will not seek anything more. Milk of the world is so sweet and so satisfying if you have really tasted the fullness of it that honestly, majority of times, you may not even seek. If, I, if they tell you there's something more, you'll, you'll fight it. You'll push it aside. Why is that? Does somebody want to help me? Why is that? It's a very simple concept. Huh? This is a very simple, we've already discussed it. Okay, let me, let me put it to you this way. Have you ever seen a grass asking to become a stone? <laughs> Why? It's impossible. I know that one is for Jesus, so Jesus was perfect. But the Bible says if we claim that we abide in Him, what we should do? What should we do? We should walk as Jesus walked. First John chapter 2, verse 6. Be therefore perfect, as my Father in heaven is perfect. We preach wisdom among them that are perfect, as Paul will say. It means it's possible. But to a grass, what is it? It's impossible. Just like we see a grass, you see this flower. This, the, the flower will never say in its life, Oh, no, no, no. I think one day I want to become a stone. Because it feels that it's impossible. Ah, no, that one is not for us. But guess what? It is for you. Who is it for? It is for you. God wants to transit you 
into Christ's nature. By what? By his doctrine. Am I communicating somebody? God wants to transition you into Christ's nature by what? By his doctrine. Meaning by teachings. Amen? By teachings. We're going to see it in Isaiah 28. By teachings. We'll see how it comes. The process, the procedure. How it comes. By teachings. By teachings. Amen. Now, let's see. First, let's see uh, uh, Ephesians 1 more. So, I see not to give thanks for you. Making mention of you in my prayers. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of God, glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. So, essentially, Paul... Essentially, Paul was praying for mercy for the Ephesian church. What kind of mercy? The mercy that will give them what they were not looking for. Oh my God. Do you know many times, how many people, check it, how many people are looking to grow, build up doctrine? It's very, very simple now. Most times when you are in church and the pastor is teaching past 40 minutes, what happens to your mind? Huh? <laughs> you get to mama and grandpa. Why is that? It means that's not really your interest. You get me? We want to sing, play, you know, sing and dance and praise God and then we won't pray. But when world is stretching, our souls are becoming restless. It means by nature we don't like that thing. Well, guess what? What, what? what that thing can make you a what? A stone. That thing can inoculate you from every storm of the enemy. Praise the name of the Lord. So, they, Paul looked at these people and said, you know what? I want to pray for God's mercy upon your life. That's how it happened. If God does not show you mercy, you will never see what I see. I'm not a crazy person. Neither am I mad. But I may look crazy to some people. <laughs> I've seen something. You get me? You know what I think? I see life. This is my life. You know what I'm saying? It's not, it's not just... We are seeing something. We are seeing something. It's because we have found mercy. And if somebody is not seeing it, 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 it doesn't mean that the person is right. Even if, if one million people come and tell me they are seeing something else, what should it be a stone's response? I found life. This is my life. Hear me, somebody. David was a stone. <laughs> what did David say? My heart is fixed. This God, you see this God? This God shall be my God. He shall be our guide who will unto death. That's a stone. A stone cannot be convinced when he has found life. I'm not talking about when being stubborn. You don't know, you don't understand anything. <laughs> when you are beginning to comprehend the light of life. It's called enlightenment. When you are being enlightened in your soul, is that you've been marked in your soul. You are seeing doctrine. 
You are seeing the need for journeying in Christ beyond just Sunday, Sunday message. What has happened? You have found mercy in God's sight. Praise God. A pastor once said once, he says, even if, if God is with you, and the whole rest of the whole world is against you. He says you are in the majority. If God is with you and the rest of the whole world is against you, what are you? You are in the majority. Excuse me, he took one stone to scatter the whole earth. Jesus Christ. Excuse me, has the world recovered from Jesus till today? No. Why? A stone came. Huh? Jesus was like that stone that David used to kill Goliath. With one stone, the whole Philistine army bowed. One stone. They, they were shivering in their they were quaking. Did they fear go fight Israel again? One stone. Okay, let me give you another example. Maybe if Jesus is too high. How about Paul? Till the whole world has still not recovered from Paul either. <laughs> he wrote two thirds of the New Testament. Praise the name of the Lord. Are you seeing what a stone can do? What a stone can establish? Praise the name of the Lord. Are we ready to see more? Amen. Let's see it. So, you will see that once you found mercy, give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that ye may know what is the hope of his calling. Now, what's the first thing that the spirit of wisdom and revelation does for you? It enlightens the eyes of your heart. That's the mercy. Now, think about this. A whole church, or the official church, tongue speaking, firebrand, faith in the Lord Jesus, love unto all the saints, have darkened understanding. Eyes of their heart was what? Was darkened. Because what's the opposite of enlightenment? Darkness. They have what? Darkened understanding. Now, I've not only seen a church as powerful as the Ephesian church in this present day. If you go and read what they were talking about there in Revelation chapter 1, they know how to try false apostles, found them lies. They hated the deeds of the Nicolaitans. That was a powerful and strong church. Right from the beginning. But what happened? At this point, they had what? Darkened understanding. But when they, did they, if somebody who has darkened understanding will not, will not tell you that they have darkened understanding. Excuse me. Hello? When, before you found light, did you ever feel like you needed to know more? There was more, there was more to all this Christianity now. No! You are not looking for it. Like I said, grass 
devil is not interested in becoming a stone because he just thinks it's far-fetched. It's impossible. So we want to go say, when we get to heaven, we learn all that stuff. No. When you get to heaven, you find angels are leaving heaven to come here, to come and inquire, to hear what we are saying. You think we shut me, they will make the entire heaven. Ah! Angel this! Where are you going? Look at this wonderful place. That's why you believe in this one. I said, no. It gets some things where people they speak for it. Eternal life things. And they're like, oh no, okay, so you're not, I was in that meeting now. There's nothing in that meeting. You don't know what is in that meeting. Praise God. Amen. Amen. So when light begins to shine, stone making has begun. Hear me, somebody. Are we together? When light begins to shine, what happens? Stone making has begun. Because what is light? Thy word is a light unto my feet and a lamp and a lamp unto my path. Something like that. Amen. Are you seeing that? So thy word is truth. Truth is light. And remember, word makes a stone. Are you seeing that? Are you not seeing everything is correlating? So without the spirit of wisdom and revelation, you can never be a stone. Because the spirit of wisdom and revelation is the one who teaches you revelation. Enlightens your heart. And the light that the enlightenment of the heart is to make you a stone. Praise God. Amen. Now, some people ask me all the time, Ah, Pastor James, why are you just saying all these things? Because I want to keep us. <laughs> uh, is it, uh, can't I go and read my Bible by myself and become a stone? I'm not, no problem. Amen. You can go and <laughs> read your Bible by yourself. And it's possible. Because really, it will take the Holy Ghost to teach you the scriptures to become a stone. But now, now, let's now be honest with ourselves. How many times would you read the Bible? Holy Ghost would give you an understanding interpretation. Before you know, you start doubting it. I don't know if it's just me interpreting it or uh, maybe, I'm not sure if it's the Holy Ghost or it's me. Are you saying those things? Doubt. And the more you doubt a thing, you've lost it in the Spirit. Now, I'll tell you why. There's a law in the Spirit. The Bible says in the mouth of two or three witnesses, what's established? The truth is established. Now, Holy Ghost is witness number one. For something to be really established somewhere, in an, it, to make it permanent, you need a second witness because of the law of faith in the Spirit. The Bible says a double-minded man, let him not think he will receive anything of the Lord. The moment you doubt something, you've lost it. So now, let me give you an example of how establishment works. And this has happened several in this place. Sometimes after a meeting, somebody will come to me and tell me, Ah, Pastor James, <laughs> I don't know how, it's like you know my life. Do you know for the past few weeks, the Holy Spirit has been dealing with me on this matter. And then I came, and what happened? You were teaching about it. Do you know what just happened? Do you know what just happened? 
establishment has happened. Are you seeing the difference? The Holy Ghost has already been doing the work, teaching, but you couldn't fully receive it because the Holy Ghost is invisible. And then there are other noises in your head from this world that is confusing what Holy Ghost is saying. And so doubt sets in and it's not established. Praise God. So many a times you need a second witness. Somebody say second witness. Praise God. Amen. Amen. So if for adventures, maybe another ministry that teaches doctrine of Christ, like we do, by all means, this thing we don't have patents to the teachings of Christ. Christ is nobody patented him. Well, the only thing that has just happened to us is that we have found what? Mercy. That's it. And God can show mercy to another place. In fact, I like it. Let him do it. Amen? And if he has found, if another place has found that much mercy to make you a stone, you can go there. But me too, I'm looking, I've not found another place. <laughs> to establish you as a stone in Christ. Sorry, I hope I'm not offending anybody. I'm sorry. Praise God. Amen. So, are you seeing that without the spirit of wisdom and revelation, you can never be enlightened? Am I communicating? You can what? Never be enlightened. Now, somebody will ask me, another spirit, is this another? No, this is the same Holy Ghost too. It's not another spirit, it's the same spirit of God. Now, let me explain. When the spirit of God came upon Jesus from heaven, what did it look like? What was the animal that described him? A dove, not so. A dove. Now, when a dove comes to you, he can come with his wings enclosed. It's the same dove. Do you know why? He doesn't trust you yet. <laughs> so you just dead. They gave that's why they call him a temple. A deposit. You will just be dead. That's why people, Christians will fight speaking in tongues. Do you get me? And it's not that doesn't speaking in tongues does not make you born again or not born again. You are born again whether you speak in tongues or not. But speaking in tongues is from the Holy Ghost. Are you seeing that? So Holy Ghost has many, many things that we don't engage, we don't use. All because we don't believe it. And when you don't believe him, he too doesn't trust you really. He will close his hand. He will close his wings like this. And be hanging out there. He will be there, but pretty much dormant. Excuse me, the Bible says, Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Yet, for many of us, we are more afraid of the world than God. Why? We are not using the resource they gave us. The greater one lives in you but he's living with, in you with his wings closed because you have not trusted him enough. 
So you see many places the Bible say, quench not the Spirit. Quench not the Spirit. And there was one name Jesus used to call him, the Spirit of Truth. So to quench not the Spirit means quench not truth. Because when he comes, what will he bring? He will bring, he will not take of himself, but he will take of that which is mine. Who is, what is, what is mine? Truth. I have the way, the truth and the life. And then give it to, to you. Praise the name of the Lord. So, in the, that Ephesians chapter 1, the, that prayer of mercy, what you're actually praying for, Holy Ghost, please open your wings to me. Please, I beg you. <laughs> That's what you're praying for. Because when a dove opens his wings, you see those wings has three and three. They call them the seven spirits of God. It's one spirit for seven operations. Isaiah chapter 11 verse 2 says it. Not so. The spirit of the Lord shall rest upon the spirit of wisdom and revelation, counsel and might, and the what? Knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. And it shall make him of quick understanding in the fear of the Lord. Praise God. So Ephesians chapter 1 is the first two. Spirit of wisdom and revelation. For enlightenment. To bring truth. To bring light. That the truth will rest and set you free. Am I communicating somebody? Somebody say truth. Oh, you are not feeling out to hear you. Say truth. truth. The truth shall what? Make you free. Set you free. Truth must be landing in your soul. When truth is landing in your soul, you are becoming a stone. Amen. Amen. And God's intention is to make you a stone. Can I prove it to you? Let's see Revelation chapter 3. We just go straight to the verse. Verse 11. Okay, I'll start from verse 10 so you will now know what they were keeping that made them what they stole. Because thou hast kept the word of my patience. You've kept my word, you kept it patiently, you kept it until it is cemented, until it formed block, until it became immovable. Thou hast kept the word of my patience. I also will keep thee from the hour of temptation. Which shall come upon all the world to try them that are upon the dwell upon the earth. Remember, I just I this is just confirming what I said. The hour of tribulation that will come upon the earth. If you are still a grass, problem. Okay, whether grass or hair, you know there was there was grass, there was hair. All of them. Hair is another form of grass, but it's all grass. If you are not a stone, you'll be shaken. By every wind, that the every wind that falls upon the earth, we must become a stone. 
It's not to whom I'm not even asking you. You must become a stone. It's not a request. It's a command. You must become a stone. Verse 11, Behold, I come quickly. Hold that fast which thou hast, that no one take thy crown. Him that overcometh, will I make a pillar. Amen? A what? A pillar. Why? What did you keep? Word of my patience. You kept word. You kept word. What did it transform you to? A pillar. It made you a what? A pillar. In where? In the temple of my God. This is not human temple. It's not something where you go. No. In the temple of my God, you'll be a stone before God. You'll be a precious stone in the sight of your God. Oh my God. Isn't this a precious, beautiful thing? Huh? In God's own house, that new Jerusalem. God's kingdom. When people come, they will see. You know, it's like when people come to my house, they see some furniture. Oh, I like this furniture. I want to be furniture in God's house. Me, I want to be the couch. You know, couch. That's where you sit. Let me be sitting there. Let me sit there. Some people can be TV. Me, I want to be TV. Because TV, you'll be showing him of outside. Me, I don't have concern with outside. Me, I want to be the couch. When it was ready, you can sit like anything. You know the cat that reclines, the one that turns to bed. Anything you want, anything you want, you want bed, you want to sleep, I'll be bed, you want to be reclined, cat, I'll be anything, just anyhow. Huh? So people can be flower base. That one is good, Susha. But don't be flower inside the base, because you know what? Okay, grasshoppers. They they get many things where they do. 
They are, they are busy. There are many, there are many things they are doing. When you are transforming to stone nature, you begin to settle on God's mountain. You begin to find your rest. You begin to find your place. Say, this is my place. That's the nature of stones. I kid you not. The intention of God is to make you have faith. Then later on, make you faithful. So from stone to rock. Now remember I told you it's not a request, it's a command. It's Bible. Let's go to 1 Timothy chapter 6. Thank you, Lord Jesus. This year I want to be seeing stones, so I know the last week I preached about tender. I want to see stones. So. <laughs> After a while, you're tired now. Tired of mind flipping you. I'm not feeling this one today. I'm not feeling that. No. Should be one. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Let's see it. First Timothy chapter 6. Thank you, my father. Verse 12. Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life. Whereunto thou art also called and hast professed a good profession before many witnesses. I give thee charge. I give thee charge in the sight of God. Who quickened all things and before Christ Jesus, who before Pontius Pilate witnessed a good confession, that thou keep this commandment without sport. What commandment is that? Fight the good fight of faith. That's the action item. Not to fight the good fight of faith, lay hold on eternal life. Why there's so there's not that good fight? They call it good fight. They do not say fight the fight of it. It means we they fight many things. In fact, our whole life we are fighting all manners of things, but the good fight. So Paul, in fact, the people Paul was writing to were not fighting it. So he told them to fight it. Now to turn it to a commandment. I give the charge in the sight of of God. That I'll keep this commandment. Let's break it down more now. Fight the good fight of faith. Now, what does that mean? Very simply, very simply, it means fight the good fight of hearing and hearing by the word of God that you become a stone so you lay hold on eternal life. Not so? Practically speaking, that is how you fight the good fight of faith. How else do you fight it? You fight it. It means to fight the good fight. You must fight to hear and hear. You, ah, no, but I can't fight that fight for you. I can do my part. I can preach to you. But your soul must take the charge and the commandment to fight for the faith. Fight for hearing the word. Fight to hear the word. 
do the word until you become a stone by the word. It's a commandment. It's a charge. It's a commandment. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Let's see Isaiah 28. I believe I'm blessing somebody this morning, afternoon. About 20 minutes more. Amen. You see, when you meet a rock, the rock, that's why they call it the rock of offense. You can get offended. I beg, don't be offended. <laughs> stone is stone. Stone, that word stone sounds like some words that have emotions, emotionless. That's cold. It actually, it actually doesn't mean you are emotionless or cold. It just means that you can't be tossed to and fro by anything. Nothing can shake you or flap you. Nothing can move you. Like Paul. Paul became a stone. He said, what then shall separate us from the love of Christ? The love of God that is in Christ Jesus. He named all the things, all the possible ways. Angel or demon? Huh? Everything, everything created. He named all of it. Now, somebody who quotes that scripture is a liar. <laughs> You go say they never slap you here to this prayer. Nothing shall separate me. It's a lie. It's not by mouth. It's by stature. It's by stone nature. You know, many times God is protecting his babies from wind. So they now start boasting. <laughs> Nothing will separate me. If they don't allow one small wind, they don't. situation that will break you. I kid you not. God has a wisdom and a judgment for every situation. In fact, this one, the Bible, not the Bible was talking about it. No one talking, no one talking about it. We're talking about the city. It's Mount Zion, the size of another city, another great. It says beautiful for every situation. Not so? Beautiful for what? For every situation. The city of how much about God? God is beyond that one. It means there is absolutely no situation. I'll keep you not because I've tasted manner, many, manner, many, many, many manners of things. 
there is not there is no situation that God does not have a wisdom for. Don't give up before he brings the wisdom. There is no situation God does not have a judgment for. Don't give up before he brings a judgment. There is no situation God cannot rectify. Zero. As in, zero. I have not seen it. So be at peace. Stay the cause. Finish your race. Become a stone. Become immovable. Become unshakable. Become unflappable. Don't let little things. Hear me. You know, the, even the, the, the one that just started. The things I started feeling somehow. After a while, I didn't follow them again. God is in control. A very terrible situation. One beastly guy just decided that it's time. He came out from my, you know bears, they're like bears that hibernate. He came out from hibernation, wants to cause trouble. <laughs> in my walk, now it took me in April, May, bears will start to, some of the uh, facilities up north. You now start seeing bears, in the whole winter, you won't see them. They say they're hibernating. Talking about nation is that I like this kind of nation. Can't take six months off. You get me come out in the summer, come and play. <laughs> what a life. <laughs> you know, you know somewhere they refer to Russia as the bear. You get <laughs> the bear has come out of our nation. Please let it go back to his nation. <laughs> So we can finish. Verse 9. Verse 9. From verse 9. Are we all there? Amen. If you are there, say amen. 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 Whom shall he teach knowledge? And whom shall he make to understand doctrine? Them that are weaned from the milk and drawn from the breast. Now, this verse 9 is almost the exact statement of Deuteronomy chapter 32 verse 2 my doctrine shall distill as the dew right as the small rain upon the tender herb those are tender herb I thought it last week tender herb means somebody who is grass flesh but I started drinking milk pure milk meaning you are processed tender means you are processed amen like a baby processed Amen. You are becoming tender. Tender hair. So it now says, Who shall we whom shall he teach knowledge? It means when you get born again, they don't just teach you knowledge like that. I don't know if you are you're getting me. And so don't expect this is this is the wisdom. Don't expect that maybe your fellow brethren, saints who are born again, you get me, should just apprehend or understand what you are saying. In fact, if you, it will shock me if it does immediately understand what you are saying. These teachings that we teach. It will shock me. Amen. Because these things take time to understand. So, praise God. So, even among us, like we are among us who are hearing these things, some of what I have said now, you have not understood me. Amen. Thank God for the wisdom that we have done school of Christ. 
At least I know that there's, there's no school of Christ that you're not picking something. You get me? Last, last, you got to read the book. It's there. Deliver's authority. It's laid as ABC. Yeah? <laughs> Amen. Thank God for that wisdom. Now, nobody has an excuse. Now, ah, Pastor James, I'm not understanding you. Ah, please. I know. It's, it's not my fault. They made me like this. Please. Just please forgive me. Bear with me. Love me. I beg you. <laughs> One day you will understand. Uh-huh. Well, God has given us wisdom. At least you will be picking blessing from this every service. And I don't mind if the only thing that you, you are blessed with is the school of Christ. I just want you to be blessed. Amen? I just want you with, with whatsoever way, I just want you to be blessed. A time will come when you will understand me. Say amen. Amen. Yes. Praise God. So it says, Whom shall he teach knowledge? Whom shall he make to understand doctrine? Them that are weaned from the milk and drawn from the breast. So we have those who have journeyed from, those who journeyed into where the efficient church was, after I've heard of your faith, they've done faith. Elementary faith. Faith in the Lord Jesus. They are loving the saints. Those are milk boys. They've drank milk. They've done faith. They've loved the saints. They've loved the body. God cannot look at such and say, you know what? I think this sister, I believe, is ready for doctrine. So, if, if it's me that cites you like that, I will not pray for you. Now when I pray for you, you will find mercy. And I pray for somebody here today. That mercy will find you. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. I say from now on, you begin to understand. Amen. The Lord, even in your personal Bible study, when you open Bible, God will enlighten you. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Praise God. So, when that prayer has happened, then mercy, you find the mercy. They give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation. All of a sudden, you see how we started. When did we start? First Peter chapter 2, Deuteronomy chapter 32. We are now in Isaiah 28. We passed through First Timothy chapter 6. How is all these things connecting? And they are all saying the same thing. And they're not saying the same thing. Doctrine, word, truth, stone, rock. How did the thing click like that? It's called the spirit of wisdom and revelation. I, I want to I, I want to bring it out. You can not to it's not anything for most, it's for you to see it. See spirit of wisdom and what revelation at work. Connecting spiritual things with spiritual things. Thoroughly, being thorough in connecting the Bible to show you the pupil picture of what God is trying to communicate. Amen. A workman, not ashamed. Also, rightly dividing the world. Praise God. For, for a stone to be made, you must be tolerant. You can't just take one verse somewhere and say, I have eternal life. In your spirit, you have eternal life. But your soul needs to journey into its dominion. 
When you are thorough, you see the full picture of what God is trying. It's a beautiful thing God is trying to achieve. A beautiful thing that started at New Birth. New Birth was the most powerful force. There was nothing else that could spark this life than that New Birth operation. But in, so in there, the spark. Then when there was a spark, then he wants to journey from there and build it up. Spiritual house. That can what? Finally, house God. So you see here now, as I told you, for them that who shall he teach that knowledge and whom shall he make to understand doctrine, them that are weaned from the milk and drawn from the breast. Verse 10, for precept must be upon precept. Comma. Precept. The, every time I read this verse, I'm like, God, don't this too much. Don't stress. Why? Just say precept upon precept, line upon line. They are trying to tell you something. That this thing is not a rush job. Do you get me? This thing is not a rush job. It's not a magic job. You sit down like Mary and you learn. You take your time and you learn doctrine. So they have, they repeated it twice. Once as he spoke, how many times did I hear? Twice. So in the arena of doctrine, your soul is seated at rest to receive blessing. To receive enlightenment. Meaning you are not in the haste. There is one thing I kid you not that will fight your learning doctrine, this world. This world will fight you because when I mean this world, I mean the, 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 the issues of life. When they hit, before you know it, I don't know, the very first thing you first think in is like, ah, maybe I need to cut down on life meetings so that I can be able to do all I need to do in my life. It's a lie. Is a what? Is a lie. This world, terrible. Can give you many, many assignments that to hear, sit down and hear what your soul is at, not at peace. It's this world that did it. This is art, it's not art, it's a lie. You need to take dominion of these things. If you need to cut some things, cut them. Some very quick ones to cut. Cut your TV watching, start there. Cut your internet browsing. Start there. Those are easy. If you are doing three jobs, cut one. Where starts there? Praise the name of the Lord. If you watch too much soccer, start there. Cut some of it. Amen. What was it? What that was for boys? What's the one for ladies? Well, tell, tell us, confess your sins. Yeah. Tell me now. Ali <laughs> 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 Express. Huh? You would, you would. I don't know how it's all there. All your caps are always full. I mean, what the hell? Is it a cap? 50 something items. I want, ah! Line upon line, here a little, there a little, 
Now, let's see verse 13. They now repeated this thing again. Now, to now make it very clear. Verse 13. Make it very clear. But the word of the Lord was unto them. You see how it comes. But the word of the Lord was unto them, precept upon precept, precept upon precept, line upon line, line upon line, here a little, there a little. The other one, I'll leave it for now. I thought it that was another message I thought. Praise God. Here a little, there a little. Praise God. With the end result being 16. Therefore, thus saith the Lord God. Behold, I lay in Zion for a foundation, a stone. This is the procedure, the procedures. A stone. So they will first minister and minister and minister unto you. You will now start having a stony nature. Where you'll be making commitment. The word I rather use is covenant in your heart. It's what makes you a stone. So, for example, what's the covenant? Covenant is an agreement you are making in your heart because of what you are hearing. As you are hearing these words of mine, your heart should be making agreement with what is being said. What is going on is that you are making covenants. And until you make it a covenant, covenant is like what David did. This God, my heart is fixed. It means I have found God's word. I'm going to hide it in my heart. I'm going to keep it. And if any man bring out any other doctrine, I have the one, I have God's word that I am keeping. What's that? A stone. Praise the name of the Lord. I want to share something. You know it's good to do Bible study. I want to encourage us to be doing Bible study. Personal. And one wisdom that I used to use to do Bible study that really helped me a lot is that I will listen to a message, a remarkable message, and they will open scriptures that they use for the study also. So one thing I will now do is that as he is reading from that scripture, I will open my Bible and be reading with that scripture and be following by scripture by scripture to match the message. To me, I don't know, it was, it was a breakthrough for me in Bible study. It could be a tip because I know for some people, the challenge is that by the time you open Bible, you want to, you want to start snoring. Because when you open Bible, you're only opening when you're on your bed. That's when you now decide to do Bible study. Say, I'll do Bible study for one hour. After 15 minutes. <laughs> do you get me? So what wisdom I use to keep myself, I'll keep myself engaged with the message and follow the scriptures of the message and then further it. So when you, for example, Reverend goes to Isaiah 28, I'll almost read the whole 28 to see the full context. Of where that talk, talking point was coming from. So sometimes, maybe during the week, you can listen to this message again and follow the scriptures. There's more in that Deuteronomy 32. You can go on. Now you have you have an interest. What, what, what will help you is that now you have an interest to go there. Are you saying that? Because you already have some kind of background understanding of it. So when you are not going to Deuteronomy 32 and reading the whole thing, you are reading it with some understanding, with some base. Whereas before, if you randomly go to the Deuteronomy 32 by yourself, you don't know what you're looking for. You'll be a dull, sometimes you'll be a dull reading. So it's just a wisdom I'm giving for you. That can aid your own personal 
Bible study. Praise the name of the Lord. Which I want to encourage us more. Amen. You can just start by, as you listen to any message, make sure you have your Bible. Yes. It's not Bible we are reading from. And it's Bible now. We have another book. But this one is a notebook. Not. And who will now be looking for my notebook? It says some Pastor James Revelations. I have two notebooks. There's one that has hidden manner revelations. This one has generic <laughs> Oh my god. The other one looks like a parchment. You will see me bring it out as I add it to my house. <laughs> Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Isn't this one is red like blood of Jesus? <laughs> A stone, a trite stone. These are processes. So, as you are becoming stone, they begin to try your stone to make it more perfect. A stone, a trite stone. Then, a precious cornerstone is a perfect stone. It's rare. A perfect Christ is a perfect stone. And then, there's the last one which is exceeding. I'll leave that one there. That one is eternal life touching. That one is eternal excellency. Eternal and perfect. So God will want to polish us from stone to stone. First make us a stone. After he has made you a stone, he has not finished. He will begin to polish that stone until you become a pristine stone. Let me give you this this example. Stone, get level Rock gallery. I've been to Mount before, I've been to mountains. Back then, a few years ago, I think around 2015, I used to walk up north. This is not Fort Mac, up north. This is new, new Northwest Territories up north and Nunavut. So, in this, this flight, I was going to Nunavut, Cambridge Base, by in the upper, upper Nunavut, by the, by the Arctic. And then, before you know it, I started seeing reflection of the sun. Not the sun from down, light reflecting. Ah, I wanted to look. Oh boy, see mountain. Mountain get level. It looks like mountain they never touch, pristine, like gold. The mountain was reflecting the sunlight and hitting us. Then I now know the, the stone and the stone. <laughs> Do you get me? The stone that still has some dirt around it. That needs to be washed constantly by the purity of the Arctic. You know those Arctic waters are not just sea that we dump all kinds of things into. They are waters that in for eight months of the year they are just ice. Only two months of the year do they melt and become like an ocean that will now go and wash those rock. So pure water washing rock year in year out. The rock itself began to shine. That's precious cornerstone. God will polish you, polish you, polish you until you become pristine, rare, precious, perfect. Can we begin to appreciate God this afternoon? Father, we thank you. Lord, we lift up praise unto you. Thank you for mercy for this morning. Thank you for the mercy of your word. We give you praise. We exalt your holy name. 
Thank you, O oh God. I, I pray and trust me for every single one of the sound of my voice, those online also, that understanding will reach them to them today in the name of Jesus. Father, you will touch hearts. You will bless hearts. You will convert hearts. You will make hearts feel more better about moving forward, building up themselves in their most holy faith. For in Jesus' mighty name we are prayed. Amen. Amen. Shalom, everyone. Thank you for joining us. God bless you. Until uh, next week, and of course, they will have a meeting as well on Saturday. God bless you. You dwell between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwell between the cherubim, shine forth. You. Dwell